0: Welcome to Cafe du Mondi, a podcast about spilling my own tea to create authenticity. I'm Mondi, and I'm going to take you on my journey of uncovering my true identity through audio journaling. Each week, I'll take you on a journey of unpacking some of my life's most defining moments in order to really get to the nitty gritty of what's been going on when I'm in the middle of those low lows. I know they say fake it till you make it, but child, I'm tired, and this mask has to come all the way off. So stay a while for a time of no theatrics, just authenticity. a series of events that occurred within a short time frame that caused me to experience emotional trauma. And I've experienced trauma before in the past. I know we all have experienced some level of trauma in our lives. Um, But this time it was different. The trauma was just so overwhelming that it paralyzed me. I remember going through this phase of aggressively wanting to go back in time. I'd watch shows from my childhood so that I could just relive simpler times. I'd listen to throwback songs and theme songs so I could mentally and emotionally transport myself back in time to days that where I was younger and I lived in a certain place and, you know, lived in a certain city and knew certain people so that, you know, I, it it was like, I knew that if I transported myself back to these times in my mind, I would be able to like relieve myself of the pain and sadness that I was currently feeling because I knew that those younger days of mine, I, I didn't know pain or torment. I didn't know hurt to the level of which I was experiencing it. And I'd even look back at dates and find myself even idolizing dates that preceded loss and hardship and grief. Um, I was in a, an aggressive pursuit of nostalgia. I mourned the past badly. I wanted nothing more, really, than to go back to a time where I didn't know the level of pain, hurt, and shock that I was experiencing. I know I always had heard, I wish I could turn back the hands of time before, but In the past, I always thought that it meant wanting the opportunity to redo something, whether it was because you regretted something or because you weren't too happy with the way a particular situation panned out. I felt like that saying took a whole new meaning for me. I really, you know, felt like it was like wanting to turn back the hands of time simply because you know, you were so pained by your present, thinking that the only way to escape is to live and relive your younger years. Um, I never thought that it could mean that, I never had considered that meaning, but to me, it took on that new meaning and I found that saying to be something that really spoke to what I was feeling. I wish I could turn back the hands of time. If you ask me what was my wish during this season of life, I'd probably respond with that. I knew that my younger days weren't even that great to begin with. So the fact that I was wishing to go back in time was a surprise. In itself it was like the pain in my current season was that unbearable that I couldn't or I didn't care what day time or season I was brought back to in my childhood I just thought like literally take me to any of those days any of those days were more bearable than what I was experiencing at that moment and I was reminded of the fact that my younger self prayed out of the life I was in at the time. Um, I did, and my older self, my current, my my present self at the time uh, was like, I don't mind going back. Actually, it wasn't it wasn't that bad after all. The older me thought that I was praying, you know, my way out of something that actually wasn't so bad in hindsight and I didn't mind swapping out my current life for my old life. That's what I was thinking to myself. And I think that it's a scary thing when you end up having this outlook on life. You can't seem to trust yourself because it seems so contradictory to where you stood about a previous season of your life. And I feel like it's just contradictory to the way life goes. Like, you want to go back in time. Um, But the one thing that kept me wanting the past over the present or the future was the past felt safe. It felt comfortable. And as I looked over my past, there was just this familiarity that was like soothing to me. Um, I was familiar with what I had endured. I was familiar with what I had experienced. I was familiar with my story, the things that I faced and battled. Nothing, you know, uh, compared to the now seemed out of the ordinary and, that was very opposite what I was experiencing um, at that point in in my life. The season was very turbulent, Um, it was unfamiliar territory, I felt like every month brought about something new, a new challenge, a new hurdle, a new pain, new grief. back to back and I constantly needed to adjust to it Um, and I couldn't bear to experience the uncertainty of the future and the impact that the unexpected sharp turns of life would have on my emotional stability. And running to the past meant I'd have more control over my life, it meant that I'd know what to expect. I know how to handle the, situ- the situations that stood before me, especially if you give me the mind that I have currently, I will be all Gucci, let me tell you. I no longer cared about the future. My vision became very dim. I became so afraid of experiencing more loss, more pain, more sorrow, more grief that I I couldn't even plan out my future look forward to anything even if it was for the next day i had you know so many goals set for myself at one point and so many things that i was looking forward to and i remember one by one i was like oh i'm no longer planning for this i'm no longer hoping for this i don't really care about that i know i was excited for this but you know in the trash that goes. And I just feel like the unpredictability of life and the fragility of life was really taking a toll on me. And I just became just stuck. I became stuck. And things or times where I felt like opportunities were you know just around the corner for me um i just no longer had a desire to experience imagine or plan for the future um i feel like i just kept countering them all with like what's the point i always was saying what's the point i kept i know i found myself saying that quite often during that season Um, and i think i was saying that because i thought to myself how could i plan for the future when this is missing and that's missing and i suffered a loss of this and i no longer have that and my life looks different in this way how can i experience the joy of my future when there's still this pain of what was and what was here and um how traumatic some of what i witnessed and As I was articulating how I was feeling one day during a time of reflection, I realized that a lot of what I was experiencing was similar to the story in the Bible about the children of Israel. They lived in the outskirts of Egypt and and this is all, you know, a quick summary, of course. Um, I'm not here to preach the word, okay? Um, But to summarize, they lived in the outskirts of Egypt and they began to outgrow um, that space that was designated for them. And the Lord was bringing them out of that land to a land that was more suitable for their population. Um, They were slaves in the land of Egypt and um, transitioning out of there meant that better was on the other side for them, right? they would be free. The land that they were going into would be spacious with plenty of room for them to stretch out and you know, birth children, and there'd be plenty of resources for them. Um, but their journey was way more treacherous than they expected. A trip that should have taken 11 days took them 40 years. Uh, they were in the wilderness, which is an environment that they were unfamiliar with and they were pursued several times by the egyptians they you know faced you know um major plagues witnessing people's firstborn get slaughtered they had faced a lot of things and um you know as they were escaping freedom escaping to freedom they Uh, The Lord had allowed the Egyptians to fight against their departure, and when the Israelites saw the Egyptians coming after them, they were fearful. And they became so fearful that they questioned why they were on the journey in the first place. They remembered all the traumatic experiences they were a part of, like surviving the major plagues, witnessing people's firstborn get slaughtered, and They were so susceptible to being destroyed by their oppressor in their escape that they thought keeping the peace and being slaves were the better option and at one point they literally even said it would have been better for them to be slaves in Egypt than to face death in the wilderness and so to me How I understand that is they didn't want to move forward. The transition was so challenging for them that they were so afraid and traumatized that they lost motivation to move forward. It didn't matter what God had said. It didn't matter what God had promised them on the other side of that journey. It didn't matter that they had originally cried out to God to deliver them from their oppressors in the first place what mattered to them was what they were experiencing at that moment and it was so painful and exhausting that they were afraid to experience whatever was next they were afraid to experience another loss they were afraid to experience more pain more grief more fear and Sometimes it can be hard to rejoice after constantly finding yourself in situations that cause you to be in a state of fight or flight. Like think about your enemies pursuing you and seeing them coming behind you, chasing you to bring you back into captivity somehow to get, you know, power over you or to to kill you. Imagine... It's difficult to rejoice about surviving another battle after you've been fighting for your life time and time again. And after experiencing so many back-to-back close calls, it seems only right for them to question whether they wanted to keep going. it seems only right for us to question whether or not we wanna keep going. You've never experienced having to respond to threats to your survival until you were on this path to freedom. So it's only right to question your initial desire to escape the place you were once in. And I feel like this story is always talked about, the children of Israel, you know, leaving Egypt, going to the promised land, took 40 years, and I feel like oftentimes it's talked about in a way where we don't empathize with the Israelites we say, "Oh, how could they complain? How could they not trust God and give up so easily? God made a way from that for them and, you know, he'll always make a way for that for them." And we really empathize with the Israelites and we condemn them for their behavior and their response. But their story resonated with me so much and without shame I tell you today, I admit that I empathized with them, I felt what they felt, I knew exactly what they meant and I understand why they responded the way that they did, why? Because I found myself saying the same things, thinking the same things. I'm tired. I can't do this anymore. I've been doing this for so long. Look at all that that I've lost. I feel like I've been on the brink of death time and time again. When will I be able to just live? I feel like I've been chased by death and I'm afraid. And when I think to myself, the last time I was able to just live without this fear, it was actually right before this huge transition. Hmm, what a coincidence. Yes, I had outgrown that space. Yes, I wanted my family out of there. Yes, it was cramped. Yes, there was limited capacity. Yes, we were starting to hit a cap. Yes, we wanted more and we wanted better, but I didn't think that this is what I'd experience. So guess what? Guess what I said? I'll forfeit those desires to stay where it is safe. Forget what I said before, all the complaints that I had about getting out, and how I want better and more, Mm -mm. I'll gladly take complacency over this. I don't, I actually don't wanna continue walking through this journey, wondering when my next resource is gonna come out of thin air, bracing myself for the next blow, it's too unpredictable. I don't have control over any of this. My emotions have been on high alert. I would prefer to go back. Because back there, I didn't feel all this. Back there, I didn't know about all this pain and suffering. Back then, I wasn't escaping the brink of death. Take me. Take me back, take me back. (laughs) That's only a fraction of the thoughts that were running through my mind during that season. Nostalgia. It'll have you glorifying your former days of misery. And I didn't know how to snap out of it either. When I had realized that this was the mindset I was in, I was okay with it. I'll be honest, I was okay with it. I took some time to put to words how I was feeling and I was like, this is just how I feel. And I just shrugged. And after a little while, I remember God's response to me was to move forward and i was like wait a minute move forward am i hearing that correctly and then i realized that it was the same command that he gave the israelites move forward and my first thought was that's really insensitive i felt that was insensitive like Do you realize how painful this journey has been? I haven't even taken a moment to breathe and you're telling me to move forward. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. But then I realized what happened when the israelites resisted that command they perished god killed them they didn't see the promised land because they allowed fear of getting defeated by another yet another okay yet another set of enemies to paralyze them to the point of death and i remember just becoming so overwhelmed with sorrow, realizing what my perspective was doing for me. And a little more context here, the reason why I was overwhelmed with so much sorrow was because God made it personal for me and actually showed me in a dream this same very thing playing out. Um, and it just opened my eyes to how this is affecting me and can affect me and I'm not going to lie. I was all of a sudden wondering if I was going to perish if I had barred myself from the promised land, I was like, has the Lord had enough of me? How many complaints have I, have I made and said? And I wondered whether there was any hope for me. I was realizing that the way I was looking at everything was just leading me down a path of stagnation and despair. And His desire for me was not that, but my wishing and my hoping was saying that that's what I want. Stagnation and despair. And if you're not looking forward, then what do you have to live for? What do I have to live for if I'm not looking forward? I really had to... Ask myself, like, do you understand the essence of what you are saying? I realized that what he said about moving forward was actually not insensitive, first and foremost. He understood my pain. He understood the difficulty of transitioning, and he continues to understand the difficulty of transitioning. He understands what it feels like to experience loss or stare death in the face. He understands that I am afraid. Hebrews 4.15 says that we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize and understand our weaknesses and temptations. But he is one who has been tempted in every respect as we are, yet without sin. And this gave me a sense of relief because to me it meant that what I was saying previously is true. Is that he understands my pain and he understands the temptation to want to look back because he was tempted just as men. And he understands the temptation to want to look back, to want to go back when the transition is too much to bear. That's why he was merciful and spared the Israelites the countless times they remembered the past and even asked to go back. So understanding that he wasn't insensitive (laughs) helped soften my heart just a little bit just a little bit and as i was rereading this chapter of hebrews this whole chapter was talking about or is talking about rest When I'd read this scripture in the past, I always thought that rest was simply referring to, you know, manual labor. Like, okay, I'm I'm not gonna do this manual labor, this work today, all right, I'm taking a break. But I realized that that's not the case. The only cure to trauma you experience while transitioning is to keep believing, relying on, and having complete confidence in god and as you do that you gain the motivation to move forward because you're experiencing a rest from fear and worry the rest that he's speaking of in this context is peace and it is experienced once you trust and confidently rely on who he is the truth that he saves that he is a deliverer that he has given you the spoils of war and defeated your enemies he's powerful and a promise keeper the only thing that keeps you from moving forward and desire what was is fear Fear of the future, fear of death, fear of loss, fear of pain, fear of grief, fear of sorrow. I came to the conclusion that even though I had endured a great season of loss to the point that I was fearing all these things I had listed just now, I couldn't allow transition trauma to paralyze me any longer. I couldn't allow fear to grip me any longer. Because by doing that, I'd be believing so many lies about God. But the truth is I've been preserved. He preserved me. And so I decided that I would no longer reminisce and romanticize the past so much that I desired it more than the future and what God had promised me. I won't allow a distorted memory um, that has been distorted because of my trauma cause me to view my past incorrectly and think that it was better and believe that it was better. Yes, what I experienced was sad and painful, but God is not blind or numb to my experience. He has good intentions for me and he desires to get me to safety. The path to my destination is definitely not what I had (laughs) envisioned. There's many obstacles and there have been many obstacles and roadblocks before me that have been very scary for me to look at. Very scary for me to stand up against. And in spite of that, I can be rest assured that I've already witnessed God take care of everything that posed a threat to my livelihood. And he will continue exercising his power over everything that poses a threat to my destiny. I had to. I had to tell myself, just keep moving forward, and find rest, knowing that he is worthy of being trusted. I will get to my destination unscathed, no matter how many times I have stared death in the face. And I'll just end with saying that. The pain of what you endured while transitioning might still feel fresh. Acknowledge your pain, but don't allow the memory of what occurred overpower your memory of God and your history with him. Don't allow the memories of traumatic events cause you to forget God and what he said. Setting your affections on a pastime, place, season, experience, it costs a pretty penny. And we may not realize it in the moment, but it costs a pretty penny because you forfeit not only your peace, but everything that lies on the other side of your obedience, which is your destiny. So just remember, don't lose sight of what really lies ahead of you and don't lose sight of who's in your corner by focusing on what lies in your rearview mirror. Thanks for tuning in to Cafe DuMondi. I hope some of what I shared inspires you to uncover your authentic self. Don't forget to take a moment for you. Do some audio journaling and speak through some of the things that came up for you during this episode. And if you find value in this content, please make sure to follow subscribe and share until next time